Welcome back to Welcome Back, I'm Zane. And I'm Fiddler. I'm going to be making a character for Fiddler to improvise. And I'm going to be making a character for Zane to improvise. The catch is, he and I won't know the characters made for us until the second the interview starts. And with zero prep time, we'll have to improvise an entire interview with those characters. Welcome back to Welcome Back, I am your other host, Fiddler. If you've been watching the news at all recently, you have realized that uh, for all you conspiracy theorists out there who have an idea that a, a secret cabal or an organization may be behind uh, most of what's going on in society, this past week's news may have proven you right. Uh, it has been revealed due to some investigative journalism on the part of people living in this fine country that there is a secret branch of the United States government that has been receiving more funding and support than any other branch and is behind most of the important events of the last hundred years of American history. And we have here with us now that this silence has been broken, the director of the U.S. Department of Salt Licensing, Hubert Tunis. Welcome to the program, uh, Director Tunis. Thanks for having me on the show, Phil. I like to go by Hubert. Just call me Hubert. Hubert it is. I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm speaking to such a, a, an important secretive government figure. Uh, a first name basis doesn't really feel appropriate here. Oh, uh, but with all the secrets coming out, you know, I gotta just lay it all on the line. Just call me Hubert and it's no big deal. That's fair. Yeah, transparency has, has, has been a big thing with you recently. Now, you, for this, for the longest time, this department, we're still finding more about it day to day, but like... What, what would you say the Department of Salt Licensing well, does? Oh, I was worried for a second because, as you know, we are a big company hiding many, many individual things. I thought that you were about to ask us a... Never mind. No, we don't have to get into it. Uh, yeah, no, I've, I, I appreciate there's, there's information you're still trying to hold secret, but I think now that now that this stuff's starting to come into light, we just kind of want to know what the U.S. Department of Salt Licensing does, mm -hmm, uh, Hubert mm -hmm, Tunis. Mm -hmm. All right, well... This, this is a tricky one, Fiddler, because I don't know if you're wanting to know what what we do or what we help unravel. Because there's a difference mm -hmm. between what we are and who we're talking about, right? Same as I, you. There's I, a difference between you is. and your guest. I would like to assume. Yeah, I think... I, I can't say for sure, but I'm pretty sure we're two separate people, Mr. Tunis. After that one guy that did the liquid skeletons on your show, I'm a big fan... Uh, I could never be so sure either. That's fair. We've 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 instituted countermeasures. There's a thing with salt. It's called grains. Have you heard of it? A grain of salt. A grain of salt. That's what they're called, yes. Now, we like to uncover all these grains, right? Mm -hmm. We like to tell people individual things. Like little grains of salt. And they all pile up. Mm -hmm. And they all, all these little grains, all, so many grains, all of a sudden, boom, we got them. All, all the vampires, we got them. Vampires? All these, all these blood-sucking vampire politicians and 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 deadbeats and whatnot. All of a sudden, too many grains for them to count. They gave. So you're, so what you're saying is to sort of control more unruly uh, characters, whether mm -hmm. they be politicians yeah. or, or or deadbeats. Yes. I think the term you use for Ingrid what the Ingrid what the U.S. Department of Salt Licensing does is amass such a large amount of salt that they... I think the word you used was cave? Whoa, 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 whoa. All right. There's, there's two sides to what you just said. Okay, Don't get please, my words please, please explicate for me. No. <laughs> please, please understand. Mm -hmm. When I said that we get up the cave with these grains of salt, yeah. Did I say that we somehow come across an excessive amount of salt under unruly un, un, terms? No, of course. I never said anything about that. Forget about that. 
Okay, but how? So you're so it's it's like an it's it's an interrogation kind of racket that you're running. Is that does that explain all the secrecy around it that you've well, been using would, salt okay. to? Well, all right. So there's one thing that I gotta let you know real quick. Absolutely, we're all about straight answers to things. If you want to know the answer to the to the secret of the salt, mm-hmm. the answer is not. All right, you're not getting that answer. Okay. Well, we. We understand that there there's still a lot of there's a lot of accounting going on at the offices of the USL uh, Department of or UDSL US Department of Salt Licensing. Oh yeah. And I'm, you know, based on the stuff that's been coming out in the news, like the amount of funding that you've been uh, receiving from the federal government, uh, the operations that that this department has been involved in in the past decades, it doesn't it doesn't look like there's a lot left that's going to remain hidden in the next few weeks. It looks like a lot of it is coming out. Uh, whether or not your department actually approves of it. So what? So you say you 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 talk to people these mm-hmm. these, these politicians yes. and deadbeats. Run us run us through an example of an operation that your department has headed. Well, the thing is, as you just mentioned, there's not going to be a lot of secret stuff with us. Of course, uh-huh. there's a difference with us. We're really good at hiding one big secret, and I can't let you know what that secret is because we're so goddamn good at hiding it. Okay. There is a thing where we interview. Not interrogate. Don't, uh-huh. don't, don't. Mash. It's a heavy word to throw around. Don't mash my potatoes. I'm not gonna. Your potatoes will remain unmashed. Thank you. Someone out there seems to be mashing and like yeah, interpreting. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry tends to mash potatoes during interviews. It's uh, it's a thing he does to deal with his dad. Just yeah. let him keep going. All right. Well, all right. My condolences. Mm-hmm. The difference between us, we have that one secret unlock. Politicians, we can get to. Uh, mm-hmm. Nosy neighbors, we can get to. Newsies, we can get to. That that musical little little boys music. who deliver newspapers. We can we can get front row tickets. We can get there. Okay, that's we uh, got that's a perk. We got the grains to amount to ex- such excessiveness. I'm not saying we, I'm not saying we supply all the grains on our own. That'd be crazy. I'm not saying that we're getting all the grains from some unlawly source. That's crazy. Don't don't mesh my words. Okay. Yeah. There are grains. They happen to be there. All right. They grains just of happen salt. to be there, and we just happen to use them. Which whatnot. So what 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 is it that you use the salt for? I think you're trying to pepper in a little bit of a a little bit of your own interrogation on me. Well, no, I'm not. It's kind of I well, it's I mean I. I'm trying to sort of uh, elucidate what it is you do for our listeners. I mean, when you think of when you think of salt at, at home, I know this has been this has been confusing for a lot of different people who have been hearing about this investigation yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. They think of salt, and it's like, oh, salt salt is nothing. I, I I put it on my food. It's like salt and pepper. It's like that's what I'm that's what I'm essentially. It's <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a basic condiment. So what sure, does it have to sure. do with a government institution that has been mm. funneling hundreds and millions of dollars for the past years? I, uh. Fiddler, you're you're yanking my chain, all right? You're mm. really you're really putting these grains down in front of me. You're really you're really. If I was a snail, oh, I'm burning right now. Are you are you trying to tell me that your department deals with snails? I'm trying to tell you that I'm a slow talker. No, the thing is, I gotta lay this on the line for you with my hand gestures that nobody in the podcast could know. But yes, you. I you're you're just sort of reaching out to me a lot. I'm. N- I need I need it to be clear. Okay. What we do? What you do? As the salt company. The, the salt US, the US USD, Department of USDL, Salt Licensing. Yes, USDL. What we do? How we do it? I cannot tell you. Okay. What we do? Very plain and simple. Uh-huh. We get the truth out of these politicians. We get the truth out of these newsies. Okay. We get the truth out of out of the Saturn itself. And you, this, and you do this using salt. These are the parts that I... Sh- 
You're really gonna have to pry if you want to get that information out of me. I gotta, I cannot for the life of me let you know how this is done. I could put... But, Mr. It's Mr. Tunis, it's what what seems to be baffling me. I, I, I would understand if the U.S. government had this secret department that it used to get information from people. Information is a very high commodity yeah. uh, in the government. And I suppose the name of your department and, and the way that you've been discussing me is that you somehow use salt to do this and the accumulation of salt. I mean, I want to like, if there's some big salt secret... I think our viewers need to know it. All right. Well, I, I have to let you know, as long as I'm working for the USDL, mm -hmm. I, in good conscience, could never tell... What's that? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I've just gotten word that I've been fired from the USDL. So you're hearing uh, you're hearing it here on Welcome Back, folks. Uh, Hubert Tunis has been I just removed as the director of the U.S. Department of Salt Licensing. We knew it was coming sooner or later. I definitely thought it was going to be way, way, way later. And not necessarily in the middle of an interview for a podcast, Mr. Tunis. Well, the salt department, the USDL, they don't mm. they don't play around. Like I told you, we lay those grains on him. Well, I do, um, not to not to promote this as a conflict of interest, but now that you're sort of a freelance agent, uh, Mr. Tunis, is there is there anything you can tell us about the job that you no longer possess? Oh, they would not like me for this. You're gonna have to offer me at least a little bit of protection, or oh, maybe uh, a nice oh, meal there's a, afterwards. We have we have a we have a standard witness protection program for most people that come on this podcast. This based podcast on the secrets has they divulge. This podcast has its own witness protection program for each of Yeah, you know, for protection from uh, laser boxing lawsuits, <laughs> right. uh, movie rights, that yes. kind of thing. Yes, uh, the yeah, the incident under the movie theater that was a big one. No, I can I can with our lawyers can pretty much whip up something to personally guarantee that no legal action will come unto you as a result of anything you say on this podcast. You know, I have to play around kind of like a politician does when I'm mm -hmm. under the oath of my job. So I have to play around your questions a lot. I, I well, you're, it like, looks like you're now no longer under the oath of any job. Yeah. Tunis. I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know right off the bat. The reason that I keep saying the same thing over and over again is because just like a politician does, I got to tell you what my boss wants to hear, mm -hmm. my former boss wants to Absolutely. hear. Absolutely. And what the people want to hear. Not necessarily what you want to hear, but you want to know... The salt secret? I think I want to know, and our viewer, our listeners want to know the salt secret. All right. Well, we do, obviously. At the USDL, mm -hmm. we have lots of salt. What a lot of people don't tell you is we have what is actually salt. Now, I know that may confuse you, because that sounds mm -hmm. like, well, there's salt, salt and pepper on my sandwiches. I've been eating this forever. Are you yeah, telling me I'm getting I, this from the Please explain. That right there, that's... That's sodium, all right? Mm-hmm. But salt, I promise you, is a whole new ballgame. So let me get this straight. The U.S. The US Department of Salt Licensing has a monopoly on on real salt. And Not just salt a monopoly, a fucking dictatorship. A dictatorship. An, uh, so what, what Americans have assumed have been salt this entire time has just been pure, unadulterated sodium. Are you asking me what people have been salt this entire time? I think you're misunderstanding me. So there's <laughs> Because I need you to know so I understand if that whether or not that's what you asked, there is an answer that may surprise you. Please explain. Have you heard of the Illuminati? We are not that, but we are very similar. Well, yes, I think with the information that's been coming out the past week... Have, and... you, have you heard of Michael B. Jordan? M the 
The he was athlete? in the Black Panther movie? Oh, the movie. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Michael not B. Jordan. Michael Jordan also. The was same the, dude. He was also in the Black Panther movie, but as as the coach, as the basketball player. As the coach of the Charlotte Hornets. Correct. So what is it about these two Michael Jordans that links into the U.S. Department of Salt Licensing? These two people very specifically. I'm actually glad that you mentioned the other one. Mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan and Michael Jordan. I'm not saying they're made of salt. That's crazy. Mm. Everybody that they've shook hands with is. So this is the secret that you've been you've been trying to hide for so long. Because because Mike because they're so full of salty energy from other people that have suge- digested sodium. Mm-hmm. Right, you get in this. Okay, all of the all of that element getting into their body. That right. when they release it through their powerful hands, they have very, uh-huh. very powerful they, hands. They do. I will let you know. I have seen them shake hands. We have done, uh, what is it called when they do the earthquakes, the Richter scale? I believe so, yes. We've done those tests on their handshakes. Uh-huh. I I kid you not. It's flying. It's flying back these, and these, forth. These salt quakey handshakes from the two Michael B. Jordans. What people don't tell you a lot is... Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting thing we learned in school when we're younger is when you shake hands, uh-huh. you're not actually your hands aren't actually touching. There's molecules in between. Right, there's a layer of atoms that compromise the space. In that between. layer is sodium. What they don't tell you about uh-huh. Michael Jordan and Michael B. Jordan is that that sodium dissolves into your body so that they are full on touching your hand. Wow. So the, so the only does, true human contact that has ever been achieved in the human race what, has been handshakes between the two Michael Jordans this and other does, people. And I need you to understand. I, I could, think I do I've need got to a whole, I've got a whole, there's a whole background on this uh-huh. because they come from the elemental family. And I'm saying Michael Jordan and Michael B. Jordan come mm-hmm. from the elemental family. They're the sodiums. Right. They're the so They hand off. These sodiums to people to make people into pure salt. Okay. You ever heard of? You ever heard of little Timmy down the block? Little Timmy down the block. Yeah, we we. Uh, we you ever noticed that he's time. just an entire pile of salt? You know, I've he's been looking a little pale lately. I think that would explain it. So there you go. So little Timmy down the block shook hands with a Michael Jordan. There are other there are other elemental people like this. There's one so sort of a King Midas situation where everything you touch turns to salt or potassium. Or tin, in that case. There's, there's a big one that a lot of people don't really know about. Mm-hmm. And that's, have you ever heard of Adele Dazeem? Yes. Uh, they won several awards a few years ago they for did. some hit music. Yes, that, that hit song, I Gotta, I Gotta Bang It Out. Uh-huh. Adele Dazeem put up, put up a clinic... And literally, like, put it, like, put a bunch of people in the clinic because the uh, element that Adele Dazeem was running uh-huh. was, was hydrogen. So turning... So Adele Dazeem... Uh, the musician of I Gotta Bang It Out was shaking hands with people and turning them into hydrogen. This is so 100% correct. So your, so your department, I think what you're getting at is you've been, you've been trying to collect this salt as a result of the Michael Jordans running around and shaking people's hands. So yes, to prevent, as a result. As a result, so to prevent people from the mental assault <laughs> of realizing where their salt comes from. I, I'm so glad I got to consult with you on this. And I'm really glad that all that information has just has just salted across these airwaves. Because I wouldn't want people knowing the default, which is... <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you know, this is real truth, so we shouldn't be taking it with a grain of pepper. Yeah, the, nobody should. No, no paprika. Exactly. I'm a bit salty that you chose to use pepper there. I, you know, I appreciate. We're, we like some spice on this program, is what we're doing. But yeah, long story short, we contain all the real salt, and in a couple of weeks, uh, go, just don't, 
don't touch salt for a while because it's going to get mixed into the regular salt and until it'll turn the, until you into the, a real pile of salt. Until the Jordans have been compromised. Mm-hmm. We, don't want, we don't want to end up with a, uh, a Lot's Wife now situation. That's, now that's a spicy meat salt. This is the Bible. Well, Hubert Tunis, thank you so much for coming on our program. Uh, I appreciate you continuing to speak with us even after losing your job so suddenly, and I wish you uh, the best of luck in your employment search. Thank you. I'm sure as a former multi-million government level employee, you'll be able to get a job at a, at a U-Burger or something pretty quickly. Something. I'd make a pretty good burger. You know, it's what, you know what they put on burgers to season them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you wanted me to say? I was gonna. I was just happy that you knew. All right. Yeah, I know what they. So keep an eye out for uh, (laughs) keep an eye out your local U Burger for Mr. Hubert Tunis, and we'll be right back. Hey there, folks. Chimmy Chip Chip back with a product I literally just learned about. Have you ever been munching, crunching, chomping on some fucking yummy, gummy, dummy worms during Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and thought to yourself, hmm, wonder if these could take me to a parallel universe. Well, lucky for you and for me, I found out these literally exist. Introducing gummy wormholes. Now, every time you be munching on some of those yummy gummies, you will literally travel to a parallel universe. And you can see yourself eating those gummy wormholes. Wonderful. Yes, every gummy wormhole leads you to a new parallel universe. I know what you're thinking. Jimmy, if I'm eating these gummy wormholes in a parallel universe, wouldn't I just swip swap wipe swap with myself? Well, that is a wonderful question to ask yourself. Literally, ask yourself, because here you are, from another dimension, right in front of your face. You've been eating gummy wormholes this whole time. I know what you're asking yourself again. Jimmy, what are you talking about? I've just been sitting on the metro, breathing air. Well, that's what gummy wormholes are. They are literally just oxygen. Booyah, see ya later. That is true. You have just been in a parallel universe your whole life. Whoa, this is getting very meta. Jimmy Chip Chip signing out. Please remember, you're not from the universe. You think you are. Welcome back to Welcome Back. I am also your other one and only host, Zane. And on the show today, I have a fascinating man who may already know why I had him on the show because he has such a cool quirk. All right. Please welcome to the show, Movery Steam Jeans. Greetings, Captain Zane. I'm happy to be all aboard. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my god, your voice just tickles my fancy. Well, it's about time that someone around here's been tickled. (laughs) I need people at home, or wherever they are, to know that I had you on the show because you have a little fascinating trick about it's your brain. It's a bit of a gift if I do say so myself. A lot of people talk about all these six sense things, you know, like telekinesis or telepathy or teleportation. Or, or television. Or telemundo, yes. But the thing with your brain mm-hmm. is that you don't have short-term memory loss. You have short-term memory gain. Absolutely. And this is fascinating. Because it absolutely is. After after interacting with someone briefly, I gain one of their recent memories. That's amazing. And I love, I love that it's just one, because it's mm-hmm. not intrusive. It's just kind of cool quirk. It's exactly. Pretty nifty thing. I'm I, not going around stealing anybody's identities. I was just, just making small talk a little bit easier for them. <laughs> They don't, need, they don't need to tell me whatever it is they were just doing because after exchanging some brief casual moments, mm-hmm. I already know. 
Do you want to tell me what casual months means? Casual months is a word I heard in a garbage bird once. And it just... <laughs> <laughs> It just means the little <laughs> the little pieces of information that you share with one another just by first meeting somebody. All right, I like that. I'm gonna start exactly. using casual balls. That's very fast. Like the hi, how are you's good, not bads. Those are all casual months. Yeah, but I'd rather just stick with the just the solid casual months. Exactly. Just let it roll off the tongue like a sloppy sneaker. Mm-hmm. As one does. I did want to follow up as mm -hmm. you were talking about not using these for bad purposes. Yes. I did want to know. Thanks to this, every time mm -hmm. that you interact with someone, you are going to know something about Gain their life. Gain a little memory. Whatever it is. Do you tend to use those thoughts for good or for evil, mostly? Well, it depends on if the person I'm talking to is good or evil, Captain uh -oh. Zane. Mm -hmm. For example, if I'm with somebody shaking their hand and I discover that they've got a plot to put nuclear in the water of the city. Just nuclear. Just all, all the of water. the nuclear into the city water. Mm -hmm. Then I'll use that information for good, even though the person behind it is evil. However, if I hear a good... If, if I'm exchanging casual months with a good person and I hear about their plan to donate to the foundation of no nuclear in the city water right. and that memory involves where they've put the money, I'll steal it. <laughs> I'm what I consider an equalizer, Zane. Right, so yeah, there's obviously you're not going to let something mm. terrible happen to the city, but you're not just going to let a little money go unspent. It's a very much a steal from the rich give to the poor situation where I'm stealing good things from good people, but also evil things from evil people. Do you keep everything that you've taken? I immediately burn it, Zane. Thank you for asking. <laughs> I consider myself sort of a nihilist, whereas any extreme position that anybody takes should be stamped out and replaced with mediocrity. I... I love it. I've, I've never thought about just going at it and choosing to burn your riches. Exactly. I've always thought, you know... Well, riches isn't always the thing that I'm doing. For example, if I meet someone who's madly in love with someone they've just gone on a first date with, mm -hmm. for the equalizing that I do after gaining the memory of that first date, I'll kill the person. Oh! But Is at the so? same time, if I gain a memory of someone being chased by a murderer, mm -hmm. I'll kill the murderer. You sound like a movie. You are a movie. You understand this? I've got one of those voices that just is developed film. Alright, I, was, I wasn't just talking about your voice. I was talking about your entire life. It's yes. The sound amazing. of my life. Yes. Alright. <laughs> well, I do want to follow mm. up with... You've clearly done so many fascinating things with this gift or curse, the gift of gaining people's memories yes yes you know it well uh-huh i do want to know mm -hmm. out of all of them is there like a most amazing memory that you've got out of all of these a most amazing memory. i feel like there was there was one guy we heard something um you, you did hear there, something there, because his name was tom something 
Tom was, yes, in, Jerry was telling me about Tom something. Jerry yes. was telling at me between potato mashings mm-hmm. of his and reminding me of the short-term memory that I got from Tom something. Yeah, do you want to elaborate on so that? So I met him in a cafe just across the street from the garbage bird. And as I was shaking <laughs> hands and sharing casual moths with Tom something... I got a short-term memory of him sitting down in the cafe before I came in, writing something on a piece of paper, saying, Movery Steam Jeans, I've calibrated this exactly as such that this is the short-term memory you'll be receiving. Make sure after this conversation to turn around and wait for the... And that's when the memory ended. Because Tom something was just a second off with his calibrations. Did you ever... Ever, ever find Tom something again to follow up on this? I could not, because I've got a strict one memory absorbed per person limit, and no one was around to see what Tom something had scribble warned me of. Are you, when, when you have these memories, once they're gone, do you forget entirely what the person looked like? I, in this case, I don't think it matters at all, because Tom something is useless to me, which is why I <laughs> ate him. You found him again and you ate him? No, I, after, right after meeting him and gaining the memory and realizing that his warning to me was completely useless, I figured out the greatest way to zero out his experience was to put him inside my belly. What if he wasn't a second off and it really was the memory just ate? It stopped after, like, because you were eating him. Well, then that's just a dick move on (laughs) something's part. And that's worth a crunch to me. That's, yeah, you know what? If you got good eats, go for it. Good eats, Tom something. Oh, what's up? Oh, okay. All sorts Um, of information being handed around this podcast studio today. We've got, yeah, our PAs out here are really trying to do their best, and they're interfering a little bit with the show, but it's okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm being told by our staff. All right, we're being yes. we're being handed some a sort bulletin of uh, it's they're called color codes. Color codes. And uh, apparently, the only man who could read these died moments after you shared a Philly cheesesteak together. And uh, interesting. In the memory of uh, that you attained from him, uh, can you recall what these are? Because the fate of all of the primary colors in the world depend on you. Ah, yes. I was confused about this memory before. The other day I did share a Philly cheesesteak with a man in an airport bathroom. And his short-term memory was him watching a private YouTube video about how to interpret color codes. It was privatized. Exactly, because it was sent to him and him alone. But of course, given his untimely demise, I now I'm in possession of the short-term memory to read these color codes. Do you think that you can figure out what these color codes mean? Because as it said, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, Jerry, if you got this, all of the the primary colors in the world depend on this? All of them. All of the primary colors and the cones in people's eyes that see them. (laughs) All of them. All of them depend on apparently whatever this is. Okay. Well, let me delve into my short-term memory banks Mm -hmm. and see if I can't work out what this thing says. Throw some knowledge. Red. Oh, alright. Blue. And what else? Red. Red. Blue, <laughs> green, green, blue, green, red, 
I think that's all of it, Captain. Let me see. And was that it? Yes, we did beat Simon Says. Thank you so much. Exactly. The primary colors are now safe, as well as the Simon Says pride of your PAs. Thank you so much. You helped us out so much over there. You're very welcome. My condolences on the death of the Philly Cheesesteak Man. And the Philly Cheesesteak, but I hope it was good. It was the worst sandwich I've (laughs) ever eaten. Wasn't it? It was in an airport bathroom, Captain Too much of a a taste for human The Philly Cheesesteak just couldn't live up. And in a rare ironic twist, I gained a short-term memory of the cow (laughs) that was involved in the production of the steak. I want to know now. There's there's a thing running through my head. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's this whole idea of inception, and there's never enough time going back. Exactly. Is there... How far back has a memory taken you before? Have you had a memory of somebody that's doing something with someone else, having a memory, and, like, falling back, like, five memories? Has that ever happened for you? It's happened to me exactly once. All right. Twelve years ago. Today? I sh- n- exactly the day. I shook hands with my mother's book club agent. Mm-hmm. The, was, agent that, the, the agent that sets up the book club. Exactly. The talent agent that casts the book club <laughs> that my mother belonged club. to. And as I was shaking hands with the man, the short-term memory that I received was him sitting alone in a jet box, remembering a time that he was remembering a time that he was remembering a time that he wondered why people started drinking goat's milk. Did you... Was it just a moment, or did you get something from that? Was there a revelation? Well, the, the dilution of the memory through all those different panes of memory was was very upsetting, and it was like oh, yeah, taking so, a flight with some turbulence. So this is a... I, I, I can't believe I didn't even ask. So this is a painful thing for you to... Explain. Well, it's painful when I go through more within one level of the memory membrane. Mm-hmm, more the often membrane. than not, the, the memory... The memory. More often than not, the memory that I get from someone is just them remembering one simple action or something that they did. Right. But if a memory is of a memory is of a memory is of a memory, it's like dropping through several holes in the floor of a building. And you never know where you'll land or which bones will remain unbroken. And as we all know, once you've fallen through the second hole of a building, it starts to get a little painful. That's when it gets dicey, Captain. I have just the weirdest follow-up question. Have, How many times have you fallen through the hole of a building? Several times per day. And is... What? <laughs> is this a moment? I've got a great deal on the apartment that I'm currently living in, where instead of a staircase, there's a fire pole. Except there's one thing wrong with it, Zane. There's no pole. So it's just several holes in the floor of my building, which is why that's a sensation I'm so familiar with. I use it for metaphors when I'm describing my memory superpower. Does this power give you something so that you survive this fall, or... 
Is there something at the bottom of the holes? You're absolutely correct, because the first time I ever fell through these holes to get to the bottom floor of my building, mm -hmm. I gained a short-term memory of the ground in front really? of me. Really? After sharing some casual months with the ground before jumping into the holes. Of course, of course. And I had a memory of the ground's insecurity about not keeping up with its high school bandmates. And so on the way down from the floor, I shouted several Obscenities, mocking the ground for not keeping in touch with Larry the trombonist, for example. Wow. And the ground was so shamed that it didn't break my bones when I landed. Wow, you were you were comforted by guilt. The guilt of the floor, and he was so caught up in his own insecurities, it didn't hurt when I landed on the floor. I do have to say, that's a bit that's a little bit salty of you though, to just throw those guilt. Oh, guilt I don't eat salt. Oh. All right. Well, you're you must be one of the pure ones then, from what we've heard backstage. So that's great. You're absolutely correct. Maybe I'm that's why you got your power. Or actually, salt, do you, do you salt you dilutes the way that I think. Do you do you know what gave you short-term memory again when it started? Well, you see, Zane, I made a deal with a Satanling several years ago. Just and all I remember about the deal mm -hmm. is that I traded my memory of exactly what was done to me to give myself the short-term memory powers and you so that, that I may take the memories of other people. And you might say that my unending conquest of people's short-term memories is my way of trying to fill a gaping hole of the memory that led me to be this way in the first place. Wow. You know, I'm starting to make these little connections. I'm, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna get too into detail, but I... And do, I know why I, you're not, Zane. I do major in filmmaking, so I do have a filmmaker's mind. Do you want to know how I know you have a filmmaker's mind? Tell because me. my short-term memory was of what you were singing to yourself in the shower before mm. this interview started. Well, you heard that, did you? And when I heard the song that you sang to yourself, mm -hmm. I thought, this boy's a filmmaker. It's because I sang the sunshine, lollipops, and rainbow... Sunshine, lollipops, exactly. rainbows, everything. And it was like probably just that much, and you were like... And that now I've gotten you to admit this semi-embarrassing factoid over your podcast. Well, embarrassment's my middle name. It actually is. Zane, Zane Embarrassment Captain Shaw. Ca Zane Embarrassment Captain Shaw. For some reason, it's like when I got knighted, people don't know that there's a sir at the end of my name. Exactly. It's Zane Embarrassment Captain Shaw, sir. For yes. some reason, they... they they knighted me last and wrong. So now the sir is at the end of my name. That's a really funny story. <laughs> I do have... I'll have to put that one in the garbage bird to see <laughs> what comes out. Thank you so much, so, so much for being on the show. It was a You're pleasure talking welcome. to you. If you would like to go back out there and bring in Fiddler so that we can wrap up yes. the show, that'd be wonderful. I'm Overy Steam Jeans. <laughs> Fiddler, what did you think of today? Well, you know, I was about to tell you what I thought, but that short-term memory was uh, just stolen from me. Oh. Wow. We didn't even talk about the... You just don't have it anymore? Well, no, I think it works differently for me because I'm suffering from a major uh, debilitating uh, 
spinal fluid disease. Uh, and the name of that disease is you should it. check out this podcast on iTunes uh, and on SoundCloud and YouTube and Instagram and wherever else you could find it. It's, uh, yeah, leave it's, a review, uh, comment on it, give it a th- uh, thumbs up, stars rating. Stars are thing on the iTunes. Also, it's easiest, easiest for sure, the word that I meant uh-huh. to say. Easiest found on iTunes and Spotify right now by typing in my name, mm-hmm. Zane Shaw, because yes. it's so not common. Exactly. We're trying to get whereas, that. Whereas everywhere you turn in this earth, there's a Sam Fiddler there waiting to tell you about their very unique in, podcast. If you type in Sam Fiddler's name, it's also there. Welcome Back right now is mm-hmm. it's just not there by typing in itself. That's why it's got the Improv Zane Shaw it is. So that's what we're going to ask you to look up then. Zane Shaw. Yeah. Snippets on YouTube. Share those around. Rate and review on mm-hmm. iTunes or Spotify or SoundCloud, wherever. And, and you know, you can't spell SoundCloud. So don't even try. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. And, and please listen next time so, yes, so that we can welcome, welcome you, you back, back to Welcome to Back. Welcome Back. He did it. Welcome back. See you soon.